What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. It's our random question. Question 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the men's random, room. Random, 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 Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hola. Alex, welcome to the program. We're doing great, man. The random question, question. All right. Let's see. What do we have for you? Where did you get trapped? Good. Where were you stuck? Where did you feel like, oh, no, this is not the place to be? Uh, I think that would be the uh, um, the Deerdon Station in San Jose after a Sharks game. Okay, does that mean the last of the trains had left? Uh, no, there, there was one on the way, but uh, apparently there was some some mechanical issues uh, going on, and it took a while to get there. And uh, that um just uh um just a uh, that day that place was just did not seem safe there was people shooting up heroin um all over the place and uh apparently shortly after the train eventually did come when we left someone got stabbed Jeez, man hmm. about how many people were waiting on this train and how long did you have to wait for it uh i was probably waiting anywhere from an hour and a half to two God so wait, that, is that is that by the airport and the soccer stadium and all that downtown uh, the the Deerdon station is right next to the San Jose Sharks Arena. Okay. All right. I'm not sure if I know where that is or not. And how many people about are down there? You're saying all these different people that are shooting up and, and all that kind of thing going on. Uh, th- th- this happened like uh, six or seven years ago. But if I recall, I think there was close to like a um, um, over 30 people high over there up on like on whatever they were they were doing, but okay. but less than 40. Right. Okay. Well, you know, a similar thing happened. One of the reasons Madonna is being sued for showing up late to her shows in New York City. I, I don't know if it's multiple or one or whatever the deal was. She's notoriously late. Yeah, but the, 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 the people were not getting out of whether Madison Square Garden until like 2 o'clock in the morning by the time they got to their train stations. Right. or I guess Uber really jacks up the price for those late night fares going out of there. So a lot well, of especially people, too, if it's leaving a concert, you're always going to have the surgery. Yeah. yeah, and people just kind of felt trapped, like they could not get a ride. There was no cabs in the area, yeah. or whatever the deal was, and they're just like wandering around. It was also a school night, so pit, if you're in a place in New York City kids. and can't find a cab, you know it's bad. I mean, what seventy yeah. percent of the vehicles on the road, at least in Manhattan, are cabs. I, it's been so long since I've been there. I don't know if that's is that still true with all the Ubers. I think it is. I mean, a lot of people use Uber, but one nice thing about New York City, just because of how densely populated it is, like if you need a cab, and they're not joking, walk to the edge of the sidewalk, hold up your hand, you will get a cab within 15 seconds. Like, I've never actually had to wait for a cab. What the hell kind of plane is that? I don't know. What is That's that? That's a damn thing. Yeah, take a look at that. That's some weird. Sorry, a plane was no, flying outside the window, but it looks like a, a barber's pole if it were blue. What in the hell? Looking up flight. It's got to be in Alaska. Put a custom wrap on that bad boy. Something weird. That is a silly looking plane. Sorry. It's Air Lingus. Ooh. Somebody here says, I got stuck under my girlfriend's bed half naked when her mom came home early. I was there for about half an hour until she went to get a shower. Well, it's a good thing that you are skinny enough to be able to get under that bed. I think if that came to, if I had to do that right now, I think I'm too fat. It depends on the bed. Some beds don't have any real give. 
Like, and my daughter actually has drawers under her bed, which makes it nice. So she is hiding anyone. She has chopped them in half and placed them in the drawers. Mm. I do have an update. That is a uh, it's an American flight from Frankfurt landing in Seattle right now. Oh, okay. Right. Good for American them. Airlines? Oh, yeah. That is, that's a long flight, brother. How'd you find that that quick? Uh, flight Radar 24. All right. It's mm-hmm. a great yeah. app. Yeah. You literally just have a map, and you can click on all the planes that are coming, and you can see where they're coming from. Huh. Okay. Do it during games all the time. The reason we ask, where did you get uh, trapped? We go to lovely Lake Tahoe, Nevada, or in this case, South Lake Tahoe, which is California. Monica Lasso spent the night in the gondola dangling above the mountain face of Heavenly Ski Resort all alone with no phone and no way to get a hold of anyone on the ground. Five different friends from different countries. They all traveled to South Lake Tahoe to ski and enjoy Heavenly Ski Resort. They all went up the hill in the morning and only four came back down on the evening of January 26, leaving one unaccounted and the rest of them scrambling for answers. She was a little bit slow that day. She was exhausted at one point and just couldn't continue. Uh, according to uh, a friend, uh, her boyfriend contacted Ski Patrol and they took her down on a red bed to the gondola. But they lost her boyfriend, so he kept going down to the California-based lodge. Reportedly, the woman from Chile wanted uh, waited for a few minutes for her boyfriend, and when she didn't see him, she just got on the gondola. Now, as she began her descent, the gondola froze, keeping her suspended in thin air. Now, she could see workers, but failed to get their attention despite pounding on the windows. Time passed on, sunlight fades, full moon comes out, and she says that became her only companion. Meanwhile, oh, friends, damn. going back and forth, we're going crazy. No one knew anything between the police, security. We kept telling them that she was on the gondola between 3.50-4.10. Her friend said while officials search camera feeds, the four friends continued to search for their lost companion. They told the uh, local Tribune she was not rescued. Ultimately, the five are thankfully uh, safe. Super happy she could survive the night. Thankfully, it happened on a soft night. They did not find, uh, she did not find what is a survival kit that is located in the gondola. But she didn't have a phone. She didn't have a light. She said she screamed desperately until she lost her voice. Now, uh, she wasn't discovered until Friday morning. That's when the gondola started up again for the day, and Cruz realized she'd been there overnight. She declined to be hospitalized uh, during, uh, despite her condition. Meanwhile, the resort is currently looking into how she got stranded without the result, uh, or without the resort workers' knowledge. They are investigating the situation with the utmost seriousness, as safety and well-being of our guest is our top priority at Heavenly Mountain Resort. Uh, that's what everybody says. I I would not have thought to look for a survival kit inside of the gondola. I would assume there would be a sense, phone. There would be something in there because, like, even in a, uh, in the elevators. Yeah, right, right. There's right. a call box. There's there's different things. Either that they have a button that you can you know. Yeah, let a, someone a call know. Button, I am or here. An emergency pull or just something that's that's located there that lets you know that something is not right inside the elevator. It does depend on the age of the elevator, and I've said this before, so I won't go through the whole story. But I managed to stall an elevator. Showing off for a very hot chick. No, I never got a second date with her. But she's in a three-story building. And it's like an old freight elevator kind of thing. But anyway, I'm jumping up and down because she already didn't like elevators, is what she told me, right? Claustrophobic, whatever. I don't know. But I jump up and down, and then there's just this horrible telltale sign that you have broken the elevator. So we stop between floors, but there's no phone inside of this thing. Luckily, where she lived was close to downtown Baltimore, Mount Vernon. So people were in and out of the building kind of regularly. And we hear a guy tapping the button in the lobby. So we had to shout down. He said, you guys are stuck in the elevator. We're like, yeah, this is pre-cell phone, too. So <laughs> he had to get to his apartment, which, by the way, was up on the third floor. He clearly was not happy about going taking the stairs. 
But he went up there, called the fire department, and even after they showed up, it's probably another 45 minutes before they could finally finagle this thing to the point that we could climb out. Damn. And, it, and the only reason it bugged me, because I'm not claustrophobic or anything, but she was real, real mad at me, and we're the only two people in this teeny tiny, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nowhere to go. I can't avoid her. I'm like trying to make her laugh. Like, nothing was working. Yeah. Now we go from the ski slopes. <laughs> it sucked, dude. It, it really like, did. You can't blame her for just being No, like, I get you it. You idiot. It was just so awkward. It was so awkward, and I felt so stupid. Now we head to a beautiful Hawaii for another uh, trap story. The Honolulu Fire Department says it received a 911 call on Sunday from a man who said he was hanging from a cliff. This happened yesterday. The he hon- made a call? He made a call. He was hanging from a cliff. The Honolulu Fire Department says a rescue helicopter brought the hiker to safety around an hour after they received a call yesterday morning at 1, according to the Sacramento Bee. Rescuers used the man's cell phone signal to find him near the Umanawili Trail above uh, Haley Highway, around 10 miles northeast of Honolulu. Healy? P-A-L-I, Polly, Polly Highway above the Mana Wheelie Trail. Department City. Mana Wheelie High. Mana Wheelie. Mana Wheelie Trail. Polly Highway. That's what we're calling it now. All right. He was apparently uninjured and declined medical care. Uh, by the way, in another dramatic Hawaii rescue recently, a dog helped them find an injured woman. Hikers called 911 after spotting the dog without the owner, barking on a steep slope on the... Here you go. Lanapo Trail. The what? Lanapo, L-A-N-I-P-O. Lanapo. Yeah, you're under. After a helicopter brought the dog to safety. Again, a helicopter brought the dog to safety. I wonder if they charged the dog. A helicopter. They have crampons built in, by the way. Authorities were unable to reach the person whose name was on the dog's collar. (laughs) Now, after they discovered that her car was at the trailhead, they found the 35-year-old woman under thick foliage around 170 feet below where her dog was found. She was also airlifted out, just like her dog. But the dog was not on a rescue stretcher after receiving medical treatment. <laughs> but she fell 170 God, feet man. down the side of a mountain. I'm amazed that the guy that's hanging on a cliff was willing to take one hand off of said cliff to make a phone call. You're like, you know that's your only way out. Like, I have a phone. I know i got to make this call. But, like, if I'm holding onto a cliff. I mean, do you think he, was, he had to be, like, stuck on a cliff, right? That's a suit. Like, you're... You kind of hit that lip that's about 12 feet down I don't or care something. how strong you are. There's only so long you could physically hold on to something. That that would freak me out. Right. I don't like that. I'll, I'll tell you what. This is going to sound like the old boo-hoo-hoo story, but I swear to God this happened to me. Oh, get the pity party hats yeah, on. Yeah, this, this is a terrible pity party. So <laughs> I go down to Las Vegas, Nevada oh, for New Year's Eve. Now, I went and saw Bruno Mars. I saw Journey. Sounds terrible. Sounds awesome. This is awful. What a terrible time I had. Um... There is a huge ice storm. We're supposed to fly back on either January 2nd or January 1st. January 1st, still stuff going on Sure, uh, in Las Vegas. What I was not aware of is that on the 2nd or 3rd in Las Vegas, every single person in that town gets time off. This right. is this is like Sunday in, I don't know, Amishville. Yeah. I, 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 in Utah. I don't know how to that explain That would make sense. 
Right. I mean, you... from the cooks to the wait staff, uh, even even the people working in the hotels, it, it's a skinny staff. They are not nearly as full as they normally are in the right, hotels. Right. There are no shows. You know, there are no shows when Penn and Teller is not performing. There, they're is, like the Waffle House of Vegas. There is nothing. Even the shows we found, we found out we walked down. No, no, no. They're out for two weeks. They were just still advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within the hotel. But no, those shows are daily shows. But nothing is going on. All of the restaurants are closed. Even the alley where, like, the White Castle hamburger is. Even that was closed? Yeah. In the in, in this hotel that we were staying at, the pools are all outside. Right. There's no indoor pool. Yes, the gym is open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the uh, restaurant hotel, uh, the, the main restaurant in the hotel, the, their nicer uh, restaurant for dinner. That is closed as well for the week. I'm telling you, everyone is gone. And then uh, our flight was delayed for the next day. Go to the airport. Uh, we're supposed to take a flight out. It's not happening. They cannot They cannot get the plane there or they cannot get the plane right. back. Right, they got an ice storm. The ice storm's happening in Seattle. It was an Alaskan airline flight, blah, blah, blah. Go back to the airport again on the next day. The problem was, was that I'm, what I'm telling you, it was a ghost town. You could have, you could have streaked the strip. Right. And, and, and no one would have seen you. No sure. pictures would have been taken. <laughs> I cannot. We walked through. Uh, you walked through that mall, maybe where the is it Paris that has all the like the blue skies? The, the Venetian, Venetian, the Venetian. But they have like a mall with all yeah. kinds of shops. Yeah. The mall was closed. Right. The mall. I mean, you name it. Like I know. Wow. You're in Vegas. I'm telling you, we were the only people there. Yeah, Vegas. Actually, you could still gamble. Play. Yeah, you could still gamble, but this is problematic as well. Because I'd already been there for, you know, three days. Right, money's now getting I'm a little tight. Four, I'd gambled before. I'd spent a lot of money on concert tickets. Like, it's getting thin. That's true, man. If you went to see Bruno Mars, I mean, that, that's a lot of cash. Well, it's a New Year's Eve show. That. Yeah. So, but but of course, of course, you gamble. But you just you're that guy down there on a slot machine smoking cigarettes. Like a lot of the table games weren't open. I am telling you, when I say that place shuts down, they let. Eighty percent of the staff, right? That is their time off. I, I, I can't. I, I didn't even think about this, but I swear to God, man, I, I was losing my mind. But if there's nothing to do, there's Vegas nowhere serves to no purpose. There's right? nowhere to eat. There's nothing to do, and you're on the strip, and it's basically shut down. So it was just I was. I felt trapped. Right. Obviously, boo hoo. Right. Sure. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. But that's also the worst time to be in I was Vegas. Like, man, I would do anything just to get home. There's a couple of uh, texts here. First, somebody says, by the way, the plane that we were just talking about, the blue and white striped, uh, one of our listeners just watched it land uh, in Burien. Like, oh, in Burien. Guarantee you that's the same plane. Con, so, wait a minute. Hold on. So they fly from Frankfurt and they come in and they land in Bowdoin Field? I, I no, no, no. Burien's right next to the airport. Yeah. Oh, oh, Burien. My bad. They're in Burien. Condor Airlines. They have striped planes. Con, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and then as far as getting stuck, somebody says, I got stuck in the snow for eight hours while tripping on magic mushrooms. But I like this one. It says, I got stuck at a bus station because I was getting some ass. I took a bus from Seattle to Tacoma, met up with this girl, had a bit of fun. Now, she kept referencing the time because the last bus back to Seattle was leaving in 15 minutes. I was a 10-minute walk away. But your boy finished up and ran to the bus station as he watched the bus driver drive away. Had to wait there until 5 o'clock the next morning for another bus. Have you ever fallen asleep on the bus? I have, and the and I did it here in I've Seattle, man. And the bus driver, he once. walks back. Luckily, it was not very far away from my home. It was up in Lake City, so I can right. make the walk. But it's still like there's also the bus stop two blocks away from my house. But mm-hmm. it's just like, sorry, man. I'm like, it's not your fault. I, I passed the hell out. I've done it on the light rail. 
So, like, it doesn't matter now as I live in North Seattle, but I was still living in Capitol Hill. And it wasn't even late. It was like I had I was uh, getting back from vacation or something. I don't know. Saying I just woke up in Northgate and the dude was like, "You got to get off." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "This is the last stop." I was like, "Yeah." And then you can't ride. Uh, you can right. pay and buy another ticket. I was like, "I, I got to ride back down to Capitol Hill." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was but, in a I was in a concert at uh, CenturyLink, the old mm-hmm. CenturyLink, and it was I was pretty good tuned up. Um, I went to the cap- what was the concert? It was I was just trying to think that it's either is Rolling Stones or I'm trying to remember if it was one with Dave Matthews. Do not remember. I knew I was the there. Who? I knew I was there with a bunch of friends from the radio station. Dave yeah. Matthews opened up, but I was I, I was flying solo. But I did. I pre-funked pretty hard, sure. and then you know the show was a couple hours, and then by the time I was said and done, I was like, I know where I can pick up the five. This yeah. is this is this is going to be easy. So I get on the five bus. I'm on there for it's pretty packed bus immediately, but I do get a place to sit down in the back. So I'm kind of just leaned up against the window. The bus is in fact stopping at almost every stop because sure. it's a full bus, and typically at night that's not the case. I passed out. You know, I woke up and I was probably at like a hundred and thirtieth or a hundred and up by the Home Depot on Aurora. Yeah, yeah, it's right around one. That's where yeah. I woke up, and it was twelve thirty-ish, twelve fifteen. Did you walked a free amount from there. I started walking back down Aurora, and f- probably within 30 minutes of me walking back down, I'm almost at Green Lake at this point. Right. And then another five bus comes down, and I was able to, but I'm just like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. I, the, and I, 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 This I, is pre-Uber. When I woke up, I looked out, and I'm like, where am I? And that was the most messed up thing. I'm like, where in the hell am I? I knew the five, I just, right. I looked around, it's really dark there because there's a cemetery on one side. Yeah, I know where you're at. So you're kind of going up the hill a little bit, I guess. And like, I, I, you know, home. once I saw the Home Depot, I'm like, Home Depot? Where the hell's a Home Depot? Right, it right. Did not dawn on me kind of where I was. And I did my bearings. And you could see down Aurora, you could see the skyline of Seattle from that angle. And I'm like, I got to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start walking that way. More of the random question question on the way. 206-803-ROCK. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with miles and thrill. Your guess is as good as my account of our categories today. The uh, best states if you are single. All right. We also have the worst states if you are single. And then we have the top 10 horror movies of all time. Horror. Horror movies of all time. Actually, the category's got 20. But uh, if you get 10 right, we'll give it to you. Coming up with your guess is as good as mine. That comes up right after emails on a random question. Question 206-803-ROCK. I've got a text here. You were talking about being eh, kind of like stranded in Vegas when Vegas has, in fact, shut down. Uh, this guy says, my wife and I, we got stuck on an airplane with no pilot for four hours without being able to get off, even though we were still at the terminal. This was also in Vegas. Did you see the story today in Mexico City? No. It's almost the same story as this guy here. Okay, so people are stuck on the runway uh, at the airport in Mexico City for four hours. And finally, one of the passengers gets up, opens one of the doors, and walks out onto the wing. He ends up getting arrested. All of the other passengers on the plane have signed some kind of thing saying, look, we understand it's illegal, but he did the right thing. Because, much like this guy with no pilot, while the plane's sitting there, they don't turn it on, so there's no air conditioning. They all have no water. No one could go to the bathroom. And, you know, body heat from all these people starts getting bad. And that's why the guy did it. He wasn't trying to be a D. It's just like, we're about to pass out in here. So it's just crazy. Like, So he broke the law, but everyone's like, no, no, look, man, we were here for four hours. No one did anything. I've been on a plane where we were stuck on the runway once for, I think it was about three hours. But it's just me and my brother. 
and we're coming back from the Bahamas. I'm about 14 years old. He's 19. And this is a wide-body jet. So you have five seats across the middle, and then I want to say two on, on either side of that. But uh, we're sitting there forever, and same thing. If the plane's not on, there's no air conditioning. We're in the Bahamas, so it is humid. It is hot. And my brother's one of these people. He just does not give in to his anger much. He is a calm dude. He's level-headed. But I can see he's kind of getting disgusted on his face, okay? So whatever. And everyone's getting a little grumpy because we're there for so long. And I always remember there's a woman sitting. So we're in the uh, the five rows in the middle of the wide body. We're like dead center, like seats two and three or whatever. But directly in front of him was a woman, we will say, of larger carriage wearing a sundress. And I never saw her face. I just remember real wide back and big arms, okay? So everyone's starting to get sweaty. And she pulls the uh, magazine out of the basket thing in front of her and starts fanning herself off. I cannot explain how bad this woman's armpit smelled, but it was just blowing directly into my brother's face and just the look he had. And now it's gotten to the point where I think he's going to crack because, again, he rarely gets angry. But you can hear him now muttering profanities under his breath because this woman would not stop fanning herself, which was understood because it was that hot. But, man, those armpits, like, I could smell them. But it wasn't directly on me. Right. Man, and he's just, I wish I could put up a photo of his face. Like you said about 50 Cent, every picture you look at a 50 Cent, it's like he just smelled a fart. You know what I mean? Or just pooped himself. Like every single picture of 50 Cent, he always has kind of this little one on to mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of a, of a right. scowl. Yeah, that was basically my brother's face for the whole time we were around there. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I thought he was going to stab me. I really did. Random, Being stuck random, on the tarmac random, is the random, worst. Random, it random, is the worst. Random, Especially, like, I don't know what's random, worse. If you don't take random, off or when you land. Random, random, I mean, I, yeah. I Sometimes you got to take multiple flights. But I forget where we're coming back from. And even my buddy was kind of starting to lose it. I think it depends. Like, I hate being stuck on the tarmac if I... If I've landed at the end of a vacation, right? I am looking at SeaTac Airport out of my window. I know I still have to go to baggage claim. And at this point, you're cranky. You just want to get home, right? Even yeah. if you had a great vacation, you're tired because it's been a trap. I hate that. But if I'm going on vacation and we're stuck there for a little while, I'm cool. Because my, my mood what? is still good. Like, look, man, we're going to wherever it is we've chosen to go. Fine. Take my my problem is just knowledge. So if right. it is the fact that the tanker truck that fills up the uh, airplanes had to go back to refuel the truck to come back to then refuel the airplane. Give me an idea of why we are sitting here. Is the pilot late? Do you need... Right. You know, whatever it is. All I need to know is the reason for the delay. And then I... Not you that can it's, justify. Not that it's, yeah, not you that it's just the situation better, but at the same point in time, we go like, well, we're waiting for the pilot to get here. Or we're waiting for the fuel to come in. Or they're still having problems getting the bags to the air. Whatever. Just tell me why. What is the logic? And I'm sure there's some good reason for this. I just have no idea what it is. What is the reason? If we are stuck on the tarmac, right? As happens, we get it. But I still can't use the bathroom. Or you still can't hand out water. Like, Do the facilities not work if the plane's not turned I, on? I don't know. Maybe that's it. But it's like, I'm hey, pretty man. sure they never, yeah, it feels like when you're on the tarmac, they don't let you use the facility. They don't let you do anything. And it's like, I'm not saying I need to go to the bathroom because I don't have to go to the bathroom like i need to go to the bathroom because i need to go to the bathroom right we're sorry we can't let you do that or they can't reopen the door uh, just all these things like dude i need to pee like i gotta pee mm-hmm. i'm going to pee my pants and we're not doing anything we're sorry federal rules i just wonder why i know it's a federal <laughs> yep, rule yep. just why man so what's the emergency plan b if those are the rules do you have a bag that I can take? And can you close the curtain back there so I can go use the bathroom? Right, something, Is there man. a solution to this? Because no one's trying to be difficult, mm-hmm. but when people have to go to the bathroom, like, 
They got to go. One of those things that women have that you can use as kind of a cup. The you go girl. Yeah, you go girl. Have one of those on the plane. Have a couple of them on the plane. Yeah. Anybody who needs them. Just well, here's another one I never understood. Like, I get you can't smoke or vape on a plane. Sure. What do they care if somebody has smokeless tobacco? I never understood the smell. That. Is it? I bet it's the smell. And it's the smell and it's the spittoon. Because if you've ever lived with anyone who dips, it's just like me. I smoke. But nowadays, people don't even spit. I don't realize. There's, right. there's all those brands, uh, yeah, Zins, and all that Zins. stuff. Like, you don't even have to spit them anymore. Are they're you, are you afraid? To, they're, they are nicotine. Zins. They're nicotine, right, but they're not tobacco. So are you right. afraid to try that just based on the habit? Nah, I've tried them. I had some of the <laughs> national, national title game. Nah, like, dude. Fun. I'm was it a good buzz? I mean, it's just like dipping. You don't, do you okay. spit? No. So you put it in. There's so if you swallow anything, it's not going to hurt you. Correct. And you just put it in your lip. And yeah, literally, you- when I was at F one, I was looking at my buddy, and I did the same thing. Is I dipped for years, and yeah. he's like, "No," and I'm like, "You're you're short." He's like, "No, nah, man, you don't have to spit." I was like, "No." Kid. I wonder what it is. Caffeine? Oh, it's nicotine. It's just I don't think it's tobacco. Right. Okay. All right. So it's nicotine. So in does it. it just dissolve in your mouth, or you just pull it out of your mouth when you just you're pull done? it out when you're done? Huh? And how long does it last? I mean, I, what's dip could go. I mean, you could put it in quickly. I think you could leave them in there for like an hour. Damn. Oh, okay. What will we come up with? Miracles might, I mean, of I'm, modern technology. Look, man, I might try one at some point in time, but that's the last thing I need is one more addiction. Uh, by the way, someone here says the bathroom issue regarding you're stuck on the tarmac. Why can't we use the bathroom? The bathroom issue is because when you flush, it dumps it out of the bottom of the plane, which is in the air. That's time to disperse, but it would just hit the ground and dump it right next to the ground at the airport. Okay. I guess, man. Still, but like, I gotta go, man. Random, Hello, Justin. Random, Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Justin, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Okay, since we're talking about the bathroom, what would you say is the strangest or grossest thing that you have discovered in a bathroom? Oh. Uh. I've walked into a bathroom Here, where two people I, were yeah. having sex. All right. Mm-hmm. Openly or like in a stall? In a stall. Okay. In, I can live in, with in, that. In the guy's bathroom. Sure. Yeah. Walked in on that. Walked in on some unspeakable things just happening right, around Jess. the toilet. Uh, I have walked... How can you poop so much and none of it goes in the toilet? That, that's the one where I'm like, dude, you obviously were in the stall. And there's poop yep. all around the toilet, but the water is clean. Open the door to uh, a gas station bathroom in Oregon. Um, where the guy did not lock the door. I opened the door. He is fully naked. He is standing at the sink, and he's washing his clothes in the sink. Oh, wow. So I only saw it was the backside. Yeah. I didn't see anything from the front. I just opened the door, go up, and close the My door. My bad. Yeah. What's the strangest or grossest thing you've discovered in a bathroom? So, after hearing all, all of that, remind me, a couple of years ago, I went up to uh, Vancouver, and uh, you guys know the big old uh, superstore on the way to West Vancouver? I don't know if I do. Ah, anyway, walking to the bathroom, basically, I had to go and all that fun stuff. So go on, go on in, and it was a lake. Oh. Like all the toilets were overflowing. It was like little turds floating around, <laughs> and like I was like, I gotta go, but there's like a gas station like five minutes away. So I walked in. I do remember that is fair. I do did, remember. Well, let me ask you: Did you tell? Did you tell any of the employees what it is that was going on in the bathroom, or did you just straight up leave? Oh, oh yeah, no. I was like, hey, you guys know the bathroom? Like, oh yeah, there's supposed to be a sign. I was like, yeah, the sign's floating on the floor. <laughs> ah, 
<laughs> that is awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, yeah, that's it bad. Was, it was just, the smell was bad. It was just like, I, I, I came in, I was looking for some, like, just some, like, stand stuff, grab myself some, like, old Dutch ketchup chips and all of that, and then I went to go take, take a dump, and I see a floating lake of crap. Yeah, no, no, got to pass on that one. What is it about either superstores or grocery stores? Yeah, it's always bad. Like I said, you walk into a gas station bathroom, you, you don't have high expectations, and it might smell a little and all that, but it's just uh. different compared to any supermarket. It can be the cleanest supermarket on the block, and I don't know what goes on in the bathroom as soon as you open the door. You're like, it's like 40 people had diarrhea at one time. You know, there's vomit, there's blood, just everything. But when you they walk seem back into consistently the consistently gross, gross and weird. Whereas, like, gas stations, I feel like, are either horrible or you're like, oh, wow, it's actually pretty clean. You actually, if mm-hmm. it, even if it's just dirty at a gas station, uh, public bathroom, you're still like, not so bad. Because I feel like when I open the door, I expect the absolute worst of the worst. Right. And it just, it's not. Maybe, maybe because they have locks on a lot of them, you have to go get the key mm-hmm. to do it where, you know, at your average grocery store, you just walk in and handle your business. I, I don't know. But I've been to a Roots, uh, like, discount super warehouse. Roots, Roots, the clothing store. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm uh, black. The Roots, I know. For, yeah. <laughs> that's only for white people. Still watching the mini series. Yeah, right. the, the, the book. No, right. no, no. no. <laughs> Reason we have strangest or grossest thing you discovered in a bathroom? Unbelievably comfortable clothing, by the way. Some of the most uh, comfortable. Oh, it's a clothing ever. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roots. You've seen it before. I'm sure I have, man. It's just not ringing any bells. Ah, uh, let's see. Wait here. a minute. Did you have to pee in there? No, I went in there to shop. Some of the best deals in the world. Especially when you were in their bathroom. Oh, I did not use the bathroom in there, but I, I was thinking when he said the super warehouse or whatever, yeah. that might be the one, because it was huge. Ah, okay, I got you. I it was like they're, you know, whatever. Uh, the reason we ask the strangest or grossest thing you discovered in a bathroom, they say most roadside convenience stores don't want you using the restrooms. And, well, the feeling is mutual, but one chain is making their bathrooms more fun. Six hop shops located in northern Kentucky have installed big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign saying, do not push this button. All right? <laughs> But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that maybe you could push the button if you want to. Now, if you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club with lights, including an actual disco ball and music. The manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral and on social media, and there's such a draw that people are coming in just to go to the bathroom. Um, she said, uh, quote, I had a 60-year-old woman who came out of the restroom and told me that that was the best day of her life. And a woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by visiting all six Hop Shops disco bathrooms. The idea was to do something unique to bring people in, and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. They started by trying it at one location last year. It's been such a hit that uh, now there are six locations that have Hop Shops in the Kentucky and Ohio areas. But you know what? To be fair, I would not expect that. Our bathroom doubles as a dance club. Should you feel so inclined? Uh, somebody here sent a text, and I agree with this. It says, when it comes to public restrooms, the women's restroom is much nastier than the men's. I know because I've had to clean them. Why is that, right? Because typically, you know, back in my dating days, you would go to the home of a single woman, or maybe she has a couple of roommates, whatever. Their bathroom was noticeably cleaner than any bathroom I ever had, mm-hmm. right? Your, your, your home bathroom. 
And then somehow when it comes to the public bathrooms, all I hear is how gross the women's bathrooms well, are compared to guys. Here's what I've noticed. I've noticed. And you sit down for everything. Guy, guys can definitely blow up a stall. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys can definitely miss with a stream. I uh, think it's almost on purpose. Sometimes a stream goes two ways. You have no control until they somehow manage a way to bring themselves back together and reconnect. Uh, so I understand a couple things that can happen. For the most part, the stuff that disgusts me is like, look, you dried your hands. I'm glad you washed them with a paper towel. It's okay to throw that stuff away yeah. and to hit the actual basket. And if you don't, pick it up. Or if it's on the sink cover, that seems to be the male bathroom experiences. where the Wet female, paper towels on the counter. Yeah. The female yeah. bathroom experiences i found is like there's just random bits of toilet paper all over the floor. You know, kind of like... Toilet paper gaskets that are still hanging. Oh on. right, yeah, you know, yeah. Instead of using a gasket, you're using like toilet paper to cover up the the, the seat. Yeah, it's kind of falling off the end, and then yeah, all the other normal things that are involved. But it just sure. seems like there's more paper usage. Oh, there's got to be yeah, because you know one or two. You're one that drives me up walls. People that spit gum in the urinal. It's like right. somebody's gonna have to pick that or out a of dip, there. A dip too. Cigarette butts. Yeah. yeah, like come on, man. Right. All those things. I know you just don't. I just don't feel like you see a dip or a cigarette. You know, you, know, yeah. you can't smoke cigarette, inside. Right. Right. I haven't seen one in a while, but I consistently see gum, and I'm like, come and on. they have a trash can. Yeah. Random, random. Sometimes random, at concerts, random, I can see pouches random, in there too. Random, pouches would be terrible. Yeah. If you threw an actual random, dip in there, I'd be like, all right, it'll, it'll go down. It's right because eventually it'll break up. But you're right, pouches or gum. It's like, dude, don't spit that in there. The janitor's gonna come back by and pick that out. Mm -hmm. Yay. You guys do the same thing I do, though. If you see a, a skid mark in the back of the bowl, you're trying to blow it off oh, with your pants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. You're trying to do your due diligence to clean it up. That, I mean, look, every, guy, mind, uh, every guy on earth, man. It's uh, it, Look, it, you're almost happy when you see it. You're like, could you really start focusing again? You put a little extra muscle pressure. I'm on a and you're so proud if you can either blast that thing off or even take part of it. Yeah, just take yeah. Well, no, I, I feel like, I'll do the rest I feel like there was even a bar over in Europe that actually like painted a fly or something like that on just the so inside of the be. of the bowl, right? So that they wouldn't miss. It the became guys a game. Will aim. And like true. the number of, of accidents, quote unquote, went down dramatically. I can believe that. Right. We just need something to focus on. Sounds stupid, and it is, but also it works. Hello, Terrell. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, fellas. Hola. Hola. Welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, let's go back to your youth, hopefully on this question. Have you ever vandalized anything? Oh. That's okay. a yes. So I grew up in an era where there was a lot of tagging going on, and I have, I'm, my only artistic is, like, I cook. That's the only thing that I'm good at. <laughs> okay. Uh I remember one time I got talked into spray painting my name on the back of a school in the neighborhood and I did it in silver spray paint. I had no idea how prolific silver spray paint, silver spray paint was because no matter how many times they tried to paint over it, it just kept coming out. It <laughs> yeah. just kept coming out. And even when I left the neighborhood in 1999, I moved to Bremerton. For years after that, my name just kept coming out. It just kept. How <laughs> many? Everybody knew who I was. Okay. Well, you talk about food. I I, I vandalized some uh, chili for a roommate with Alpo one night because I was just yeah, tired yeah. of them constantly not eating the food. So that that was more of a group plan. There was a, a couple of people that had their hand in that pot of chili. Yeah, we did that to a coworker for group meal, whatever, before the restaurant opens. Is this one bartender? And we let everyone else know, hey man, I don't know if it was Alpo per se, but it was wet dog food. And we made chili with it. And this guy came in, and he got a bowl, and everyone just felt good because he was such a D, right? <laughs> he goes back down to finish stocking the bar, 
He comes back to get a second bowl of chili. And I don't know if this was an insult or a compliment or whatever, but he comes back to get a second bowl of chili. Just looks at all of us and he's like, this is the best effing meal you guys have made in a while. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe we suck as cooks because this dog food's delicious, but let him eat. Or maybe I you're mean, great like, at it. What's that? Maybe you're great at it if it tastes good. I mean, it's like TP in houses. Does that count as vandalism? Yes. Yeah, we definitely vandalized a lot of stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. Is that just kind of your go-to thing to do? I mean, we we kind of we went in stages, right? So, like, it started, like, toilet paper in people's houses, but yeah. then we got bored with that. So then we moved on to, like, you'd grab, like, construction cones and this and that. And especially if we knew somebody was out of town. Like, when they got home, there would be a whole setup in the yard. <laughs> and then as I got older in high school, we used to do a little mailbox baseball. All right. But, again, we got tired of that. So then we got into getting into a three-point stance and, like, honking the horn to get people to look out the window and just knocking over mailboxes. <laughs> Okay. While they watch. Yeah, it got way too aggressive. And I still remember that one kid screaming in fear after I knocked over their mailbox. And I was like, I think that was the last time we did it. This is we were driving off. I was like, man, that kid looked really scary. Yeah, child scream. It's amazing what that'll do. Oh, he was terrified. (laughs) Yep. I can't remember what I can't remember what happened. What happened to one of my friends? We were we were twenty one years old. He was working for a shipping company. He was working for like a subsidiary of UPS. All right. But uh he had beef with, and I cannot remember why, a one of his old roommates, but they're still on a friendly basis. They just decided at this point they weren't gonna live together anymore. Okay. So this guy's living by himself. He also had two cats. So Pat's job was to go over there and take care of the two cats while he was gone for an extended period of time. I can't remember how long that was. But what but but what Pat decided to do was to get back at him. All those like foamy, like staticky packaging material things that kind of look like cheesy poofs. Like the styrofoam peanuts. Yeah, styrofoam yeah. peanuts. But they were, but they were more poofy. They were Okay. Know, he took two full bags of them from work. And he took them and they stick to just about anything. Everything. And he took them and he dumped them in his bathroom. So his bathroom was a very, very small bathroom. It was like a corner stand-up shower. Yeah. It was a sink and a toilet. That was probably like a lot like the bathroom that we had up here in First Hill. Like, m- smaller than that, but same idea. Sure. He covered the entire bathroom. And they were stuck to the ceiling. Yeah. You, you can't throw them away. Once you pick them up on your hand. They're stuck to you. You can't get them out. So he was gay. That, I, I remember he's, that was one of the best pranks he's ever done. Uh, a woman in New Jersey recently had her home vandalized with pepperoni. There were large chunks by her doorstep and strewn around the porch. More pieces were strategically placed down the stairs. Then there were four slices on the hood of her car, four more on the trunk. And she has no idea who did it or why. So she reported it to the police. There wasn't any real damage, but she's worried about it happening again because someone was trespassing. And if they come with pepperoni again, the meat could damage the paint on her car. It's also not 100% clear if it's pepperoni. I love this. This is New Jersey. A local pizzeria owner says, eh, it looks like a kind of a salami. It's not the family of pepperoni because it's too big. Our pepperoni's smaller. And he added, quote, as an Italian, seeing this hurts my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the most yeah. New Jersey response ever. Still the one was calling the perps the pepperoni bandits. And police are still investigating. Your guess is as good as mine coming up. The uh, categories today, love and horror. Plus, we've got your emails on the way from the men's room at KISW.com next.